Brian Sanders coming back at you again for the Tucson Weekly and soon-to-launch American Babylon. Hope you're enjoying this stuff. If you are, please go ahead and share it with your friends on Facebook or elsewhere. Yesterday, downtown Cleveland GOP convention, definite ratcheting up of the intensity level. Lots of big protests. Black Lives Matter protested in a very big way. Lots of anti-protesters. Uh, These are people with megaphones who are basically lecturing everyone around them about why they're doing it wrong. The thing about these people is they don't actually bring any facts to the table. They get their news from Infowars.com. And in fact, the prominent group of these these guys with megaphones, uh, they're they're all guys, basically. The the most prominent group was directly from Infowars. So there you go. There were rumors of violence uh, being committed against Mr. Alex Jones at Public Square. I think those probably are just that, rumors. Not confirmed at all. Lots of clashes throughout the day, but here's the thing. This is where the democracy happens. Outside of the violence, what you really have are super intense conversations amongst people who are committed to their side of things, to their ideals. When we left yesterday, there was a kid with a Make America Great Again hat. It was actually signed by Donald Trump. Incidentally, I got an interview with that kid earlier in the day. He was out in the thick of a whole bunch of protesters trying to hold his own. Nobody was attacking him. There was a bunch of anti-fascists right near him. Uh, Some other protesting type people. And they were just going at it. They were having a very intense conversation. There's a saying that gets thrown out here by leftist groups mainly, which is, this is what democracy looks like. And I think that's true, y'all. Stay tuned for more. Hope you're enjoying it. What you're about to hear is the full interview with Morris What you're about to hear is the full talk that I had with Mr. Morris Pearl. Morris is one of the leaders of an organization called the Patriotic Millionaires. You can check them out online. They have a full-fledged website and all that glitz. They're an interesting group. They advocate for basically uh, cessation of the rise uh, of political influence of the wealthy. So they're trying to advocate for a $15 minimum wage, amongst other things. They're trying to lessen the influence of money in politics. Uh, They're trying to force through disclosure laws, which make people more accountable in theory. He's an interesting guy. He used to work for BlackRock, and I kind of went at him a little bit about that. If you know anything about BlackRock, they're, um, you know, huge financial megalith and have been implicated in all sorts of things. But Morris is a very, very sweet guy, very interesting, very smart. I hope you enjoy this. It's only about eight minutes, and I will see you later today. We're just about to head downtown and see what's going on, because inevitably something is going on. TucsonWeekly.com, Tucson Weekly, The Range blog. This is Brian signing off. Have a good day, and I will see you soon.
So you've got to talk to you. Okay, wonderful. Sure. Um, first of all, what's your name? Morris Pearl. Morris Pearl. Okay, I wasn't sure which was which. Okay, no problem. I'm Brian. Here's my card. Brian Sanders. Oh, fabulous. Okay, then I don't need to ask you to spell it because it's right okay. here on the card. Right. Did I hear you? I was eavesdropping, and I think I heard you say that you worked for BlackRock at some point. I did. I, until about I retired about two years ago. I'd worked for BlackRock for about nine years wow. prior to that. So you were like a henchman, running all over the world. Devaluing central central banks and me messing everything up, and well, now no, you've, you've had like no. a religious awakening almost. No, no. What we were high. What my my personally did. Sure. Was I after the financial crisis in two thousand eight? I'm just joking, by the way. We I were. Um, don't want to set you on edge. We were. My group was hired by a couple of different banks, including the Fed in the United States, to figure out how much these bailouts were going to cost the taxpayers. Sure. That was the question. The, like the Fed and the Treasury, when they had the bailout of Citibank, they wanted someone to come in and independently figure out sort of how much do we expect this is going to cost the taxpayers. Right, because it was such a cluster. So that's what right. I worked on. Okay. And now you're with this group, uh, uh, Patriotic Millionaires. That's correct. And I find some of your proposals to be absolutely exhilarating. Good. And I think a lot of people do. You're kind of dovetailing. It's really interesting to see like the groups that are dovetailing into the $15 minimum wage. Yeah. You know, it's a very diverse crowd. Uh, a lot of libertarians are into that. Oh, good. Which is funky good. at first, but it makes perfect sense because yeah. they're basically saying, look, we're redistributing wealth through the government, losing a bunch of efficiency, forcing people to do certain X, Y, and Z actions. That's true. Why don't we just give them the check and stop screwing around? That's true. That's true. And That's true. if we had a higher minimum wage, that would cut down greatly on the number of people who would need public assistance to survive on. Does that go along with your other proposal as well? You're looking into campaign finance. Yes. Well, basically, what we think the problem, well, what we, there is a problem that there's a small number of wealthy people that are using their money to get more political power and using their political power to make more money and more inequality. And that's making America more unequal than it has been in the past. And that's bad for the poor and that's bad for the middle class and it's bad for the wealthy. It's bad for everyone. It's interesting you phrase it bad, bad for the as bad for the wealthy because I would agree yes. with you, but I think a lot of wealthy people don't see it that way. Well, I think a lot do. I think the problem is that those few who don't, for instance, people who make their wealth by extracting minerals from the earth, those few don't, and those are the ones who make their views much more known. Sure. It's the 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 large number of people who kind of don't want more inequality are less vocal than the small number of people who think that more inequality is just great. You know, you see all these signs, I'm an energy voter all over the place. Right. Those are paid for by people who don't care about the middle class, who just want to make money by extracting minerals from the earth. You know, I bet, I, I, I would make you a bet, and if, you're, if you are a millionaire, you have a lot more money than I could spend, but I bet you a beer. I would bet you a beer that you and your associate over there are the only two millionaires out here. If you're both millionaires, well, that could I'm talking be true. about in this. It's, oh, it's in just this, an in square here. Well, it's an interesting divide when you go to protests, when you go to a square like this at these things, when you go to where the little people are. Yeah. They're the little people, and by that I mean we're divided here in this way too. All of us are out here, right? This middle yeah. class working guy kind of thing. Yeah. And then the people making the decisions are in there behaving like whatever inside the convention. That's the problem. Is not that our elected representatives are thinking to themselves, oh, I only want to do what 
I can do that will get me more bribers or something. No, they're honestly doing what they think is best for America. The problem is they don't hear from most people. They only hear from the people who go to their large-scale fundraisers, who have enough money to have lobbyists go to their offices. That's part of the reason we need to create the patriotic millionaires, is we could put together some money to hire some staff to do some lobbying, to go talk to these people and tell them, no, actually, your staff is completely wrong. It is not that all the rich people in your district don't like this. The rich people in your district think these progressive proposals are fine. It's that the few people who are complaining, who would take the time and effort to complain to you, are the ones who don't like it. Sure. And that, that's really interesting you're saying that because, you know, one of the criticisms I, re- I received after protesting and then being attacked and it went viral and blah, 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 I got a lot of criticisms. Okay. One of them was, why the hell are you going in there? Why are you protesting? Why are you disrupting their meeting? My response to that was exactly, basically what you just said. Look, Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump, name a politician. doesn't even matter which one you're talking about. They live in a hermetically sealed bubble. They Mm. don't pay rent. They don't buy a cup of coffee. They don't drive a car around. They certainly don't interact with people like me. So if somebody's going to try and take power, I think it's damn near my duty to go in and call him a liar if he happens to be named Donald Trump. Yeah. That's exactly what I did. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean, I... I've never had a car in my life. I've never needed to. I couldn't tell you the first thing about how much it costs to get a car, or drive it, or park it, or whatever. Um, there's plenty of things that Do you most just get people, a driver. Is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah. I just pick up my phone. I call Uber. The guy comes, picks me up, drives me wherever I want to go. Right. It's much easier than owning a car. Sure. You know. But you um, can see how that's so different. From, yeah. Exactly. Right. I mean, most Americans are probably much more in common with the Uber driver than the Uber customer. Sure. And it, it's true. And I don't even think the elected politicians even realize that. I, know. I, think I right. don't even think they know it. You know, I think they've kind of forgotten in many cases over the course of the time. Well, I mean, what I say, I mean, Hillary, God bless her. I think she will be a fabulous president when she wins. I don't really like yeah. her, but I despise the devil, and okay. I don't want him to be the president. Right. So, whatever, I'm being incendiary, yeah. but you get my point. Hillary, one big criticism on her is exactly what she said. She, she literally has interacted with the quote-unquote real world for 25 years and that's what happens when you go to Washington it's kind of inevitable yeah I mean I frankly I mean I don't really know her on a personal level sure I mean the few times I've met her I can say that she is the smartest person in any room that she's in as far as I can tell I buy that yeah I mean she's brilliant she really is and I think that she would make a great president Um, but no I, I wouldn't say that I know her personally you know Right. Where do you guys go next? What's the goal? What's the goal this year for for patriotic millionaires? Well, to get more people talking about these issues and more people by using the press is helping us. More people realizing that the wealthy business people and investors are actually on the progressive side. We've really gotten a bad name this year for millionaires with the man who's on the right side on the GOP ticket. That's really amazing for you guys. That's got to be terrible. Yeah, well, yes, I think we're, we are convincing America, and I think we're making progress of convincing even our elected officials, which is only a few hundred people, right. that if you are progressive, you're not against the rich people in your district. Right. So that's the goal. I love it. Thank you. Morris, Thank you. Good luck, sir. great to meet you. Good to yeah. talk to you. This right. will be up on the Tucson Weekly website.